This episode of the YVR Screen Scene Podcast is sponsored by the Union of British Columbia Performers. UBCP is an autonomous branch of the Alliance of Canadian Cinema, Television, and Radio Artists. For more about UBCP Actra, visit ubcp.com. That's ubcp.com. This episode was sponsored in part by listeners like you. Join our Patreon community and receive early access to episodes, bonus content, stickers, buttons, and more. Visit www.patreon.com slash Podcast. Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and expose the beating heart to the Vancouver film and television industry, namely the actors and filmmakers and other talented artists who do the work. Capital T, capital W. I'm Sabrina Firminger, and today I'm delighted to welcome some fucking idiots to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast. I'm not being a dick. Not more so than usual. These talented and hilarious humans made a feature film called Fucking Idiots, which thus gives me the power to use the term over and over and over again, thus earning us our highly coveted explicit rating from Apple Podcasts. So who are these fucking idiots? Director David Milchard, Actress Christina Sicoli and Ben Cotton. If you're familiar with their work, you know that they're not actually fucking idiots. These are, in fact, some of the most dynamic, most talented, most versatile artists we have in the city. And they're joined on screen by a couple of other dynamic, talented, versatile artists and friends of the podcast, Stephen Lobo and Sarah Canning performing words written by one of our most talented and, dare I say, underrated screenwriters, Chris Elstrand, the genius behind songs she wrote about people she knows and Funeral Day. Fucking idiots. I love saying that. I'm just going to take a break from my intro to just say how much I love saying fucking idiots. Fucking idiots tells the story of married couple Mike and Sarah who go to visit their old friend Paul. Mike and Sarah are poor. Paul is not Mike and Sarah want what Paul has and beg him to engage in some kind of aversion therapy, which I don't want to get too much into here. Also, Sarah Canning plays a character named Venice, who is the most put together of all of these idiots, but I don't want to tell you much about her either. But what I do want to say is that I watched this last night in the midst of the dumpster fire that is 2020, and I laughed so hard I pulled something in my back, and not just because I'm 40. Fucking Idiots is fucking funny, but in a way that shows the versatility of these fucking thespians and the fucked up ideas we have around success and things. And you, too, can experience this delightful feature film as part of the 2020 Vancouver International Film Festival, which will screen films online and (gasps) in person in an actual theater in two actual theaters. David Milchard, Christina Sicoli, Ben Cotton, Benjamin Cotton. Uh, if you like, but or just just Ben. Ben, <laughs> just Ben, just Ben Cotton. Just Cotton. Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Excited to be here. <clears throat> You're all so nice. This is my first time here. Are we, though? Do you have to say that? Yes. I am contractually obligated. But also, I do have your characters in my mind right now. Um, I want to kind of go back in time to how this script landed in your hands. I'm assuming it landed in your hands. I'm pointing. No one can see that I'm pointing. No, actually, it landed in my hands. That's right. It 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 landed in Christina's hands. And in my lap. It was a, a play. Chris Alstrom wrote it as a play. Oh. So I did a, a reading of it, and then um, then it got into... No, I think we were reading some of his films. We are thinking, oh, which one, which... Yeah, we were trying to... Uh, we wanted to make an, an independent feature using Chris's writing, because I love his writing. He's so good! He's got so many... He's got so many fantastic, incredible scripts. Uh, I'll give. I'll share the name of one later, 
uh, we'll get to it. But, but this script basically fell because we read a few of his scripts, and Christina's like, why don't we do this one? I said, oh, it's too expensive. <laughs> why don't we do this one? I, I'm not sure if we'll be able to sell that one uh, because of the title, even though the title's amazing. Uh, and, uh, you know, so we came down to this one, basically, is how it all came together. Um, question about the title. Um, we changed it. It was originally called Restraint. It was called Restraint, and then on IMDb it's called Awkward Balance. Yeah. And then you gave it, I would say, one of the most, I would think, unsellable titles, mm -hmm. but the most appropriate titles, Fucking Idiots. Yeah, well, we went through a kind. Of, we went through a few things. Like one Restraint, there's probably like ten films called Restraint, so there's yeah. that. And then I would I would assume that's like a BDSM movie. Yeah, and then and an awkward balance was like we, you know we kind of felt like the whole thing was the whole movie's kind of awkward and uncomfortable. So that almost and then you know we I, watching the movie there was just so many times fucking idiots was said it was just like I think that's the movie we should just call it fucking idiots. Wait, so when did when did the title come? It was after you had after I'd watched the movie so many times and spoke to a few people and like. You know, everyone was kind of like, like certainly in our producing side, was like, I don't know, maybe the movie's fucking idiots. Because everyone says, I don't know how many times it's said in the movie, but it's said a lot. Ben, how many times did you say it? 14. 14 times. Even even the person you said it to you, she didn't hum or ha or anything, right? She goes, nah, nah, I think it should just be called this. Boom. Yeah, that's right. right? Which yeah. is kind of refreshing, and instead of sitting there brainstorming, what should the title yeah. of this film be called? Even okay. though I did clever. How can yeah. we change it to something <laughs> that people might like? Even though I spent a lot of time thinking about what we should call it. It's so funny that it was so obvious in the end of it. Well, I have to say, I'm having a wonderful time saying this title over and over and over again, so thank you for that. So, okay, you, you, get, the, you get the script, you're excited, and then you gotta pull together this magnificent cast. So was this a question of like you read these parts and you're like this is Ben Cotton, this is Steve Lobo? Well, I thought Ben should play Sarah, yeah. and I should have played your part. Yeah. No, um, I know when I read it first, um, yeah, there is, there's a couple people, especially if I was playing Sarah, I was like, oh, who could play my mic? And I heard, you know, you could kind of visualize, and then I thought Ben would be. I know Ben's always wanted to work with me in that capacity, so. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? He's it's 100% true. Just remember, he's like, I really want to work with her, and I thought, you know, I'd make it happen. It's no. on my vision board. I thought of Ben, I thought that would be great, <laughs> and I think, um, it just, it's on his vision board. Just our physicality as well. You know, we're we're so opposite. Well, Mutt and Jeff, it was kind of hard to shoot at times. Yeah, which yeah. made it awkward. And if we're standing close, the camera had to be <laughs> in the back of the room. Yeah, and then um, what do you think with, with everyone else, yeah? Well, I mean, I think it was, you know, when when we read it, because I read it a few times before, you know, people just kind of bubble to the surface all the time because you meet all these awesome actors. So it was basically kind of that, wasn't it? We yeah. just sort of, oh, you know, I think, you know, Stephen might be good for this. And, oh, I think it feels like Sarah would crush this. And so we just went with that. Oh, Sarah absolutely crushed it. And Lobo crushed it, too. You know, as somebody who's known Lobo for 25 years, I don't normally think of him, though, as a comedic actor, you know, or as somebody who exists, you know, in, a, in an, ens an ensemble, you know, work. What was it about Lobo, you know, that you thought that would make him an exceptional Paul? Well, I mean, that's, a, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure how to answer it. Sometimes it's like, it's just like, kind of just felt right, you know, like, just like oh this seems like it would be perfect perfect and, and you know funny enough he was hesitant to do it because he's like oh i'm not sure if i can do this and i said well i'm not sure if you can do it either frankly uh <laughs> but, that's but, just uh, what you want to hear from your director but, but you know but we talked about it a lot and we got into it i mean you know he had you know lots of questions lots of ideas and then over time, you know, it just started to happen. And the best part was that we got to rehearse, the yeah. four of us. Uh, we rehearsed a lot. Yeah. It, it, compared to most films, you know. Well, and Lobo also has a this gangly, goofy part about him that I loved watching, so it was nice to, to mm -hmm. see that. Um, uh, talking about what actors don't want to hear that, 
Ben and I played husband and wife in another show, which I won't name. I remember when we got on set and they were like, just to let you guys know, you weren't our first choice. <laughs> Director pulled us aside. He goes, I, you should both know. You, <laughs> neither one of you was going to get this part. Yeah. Just setting them first, up for just, success. For success. At, at the point of handshake. I was like, wow, you're, you're, it's going to be like this, is it? So oh, my God. Like, it was awesome. Great. Well, have fun. Yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure the director was trying to say, I fought for you. Well, Must have been. Right. No, the thing that the thing that he said was that if they, we got hired because we did the callbacks, and often you get you go to auditions and they don't even do callbacks, right? And you yeah. maybe you get it, maybe you don't. He said if they were if they were going that way, then we wouldn't have got the part. But in the callbacks, we we all you know we worked on it because they were there, yeah, and it came out. But God, that was funny. Yeah, that was a tricky moment because there was like, well, I'm gonna yeah. have to take the piss out of this guy okay. real fast yeah. to try and like like to to try and you know keep this light because is he serious yeah, <laughs> like i couldn't tell at first i was like wow this is crazy like, this is we're gonna have to have a little jaber jabber <laughs> it's the we what a crazy silly business this is it's wonderful yeah. it's so filled those with, are the best moments though. Yeah, yeah we're just like I th we were gonna hire you okay, okay let's go to work yeah like oh jeez. Oh, so i mean but then i guess that's the joy then of having projects where you're working with your friends and your family Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm assuming you all like each other. Well, <laughs> I, I'm just <laughs> making that assumption. I think we all like each other, right? Yeah. We're still together, sweetheart. We're still together after, after, yeah, after doing that movie. Yeah. We're getting married, so it's, uh, yeah. hopefully they yeah. like each other. I think so. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, can, can we talk a little bit about um, the, the themes? Before we get into the meat of making this really weird and amazing film. Uh, is it okay if I call it weird? I think oh, so. God, yeah, I, I think it's I, I think I call it weird because I haven't I I haven't seen anything like it before. I knew the title. I knew you guys were in it. I had no idea what to expect and um it like it was glorious. It was glorious. And then I pulled something in my back and not just because I'm 40. Um but you know there are some like there are themes in this film, you know, commentary social commentaries about about success and and what is success and how everything is like a house of cards. You know, what what were some of the the conversations that you wanted to inspire with this or am I just thinking too hard about this? You're shaking your head. No, I think oh, you're, you're looking at them. No, I think I think you know, I think you're right. I mean, I you know, Chris is the, a very observant uh, person mm -hmm. and um, and also very generous in how he shares, you know, how he feels and, and and takes risks and puts the words on onto some paper or in this case into a laptop or whatever and uh, you know, so he's I th I really enjoy his writing. Like again, there's probably at least three other movies that we've read that he has that if I could make, I would make them. Yeah. They're so fun and delightful and dark and cutting and um, bold and to the point and kind of like zeroes in on just sort of things that we think about yeah. and sometimes we talk about, but you know we don't always have the courage to just say it. Yeah. So I really. You know, I think you're right. There's he talks about you know what is success, you know what what asking for help. How hard is it to just ask for help? We can't even ask for help. Like it, it, we yeah. we they you know in, in this case the two characters resort <laughs> to essentially abusing themselves physically in order to not spend money, and that doesn't work. But they did that before they asked for help. So I mean, it's because yeah. yeah, that was their that was their method of help. Like yeah. that's how they thought. Yeah they could help and even with you know just with Instagram and social media yeah. it's just you the, know the okay fact guys that they, go on, no no I was yeah. just gonna say just when people put out that facade of you know perfection yeah. and um, how thick you know success especially when you know the backstory of oh no they didn't they didn't feel that way at all I, I know exactly how they feel they're just putting all these pictures of and I think that's what we learned throughout the film that not what you see is actually what's apparent. Yeah. yeah like. Chris kind of comments on that too, the fact that, you know, these two make a bold move based on the perception they have of their friend because of social media. Right. Right? I mean, not entirely because of social media, but but, but we see it in the film like that, that, that 
them going through the the. I mean, it's also like the stories, the photos and pictures and things on yeah. his page, and, yeah. and you get this idea of like, this is the life he's living. He can help us. And mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah. our and our Instagrams mostly. We just bought this. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just spent more money. <laughs> we just spent more money on a blender. Yeah, and it's it's like I mean, it's not just what you see. Mm -hmm. It's then the stories that you're going to tell yourself based on what you've seen. Right. So you see an image of somebody uh, seemingly successful, uh, and then you're like, oh, well, they must. This must. They must be doing this right. They must do that right. They must be able to do this. They you must fill be, in all the. You project all, all the stuff the that, that may or may yeah. not be the case at all. Yeah. And that's a huge thing, specifically in our industry as well, right? Where you know, you somebody gets a day on set, mm. and they're in the trailer, and then sure. they take a photo of, them, of themselves, and it's like, hashtag actor's life, hashtag yeah, set yeah, life, yeah, yeah. you know, and maybe they bank a few of those, and then they, they just tweet them out every once in a while, but maybe they've only worked like, you know, two or three days in a year or yeah. something, right? Which is pretty good. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Especially yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. We're so Especially lucky now. now. Like that is, that's worth celebrating because there's a lot of actors that you know well who yeah. don't work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Who's worked you a door and you, they can't get hired. So, yeah. but, but what do you guys think then about social media? Is it, is it, is it a thing of good is it a, a, of good and and righteousness, or is it this like this big evil that's going to uh, bring about the fall of what little civilization we have left? I think it's both. I think, I it's, think both. it's both. I can't remember. It's twenty twenty. I have to ask I questions. Think we like that. Sure, yeah, we yeah. Have, I understand why artists and performers use it. I think you can use it in a good way, um, but for me, I'm not interested in, in someone posting their. 15 days on set like I post one <laughs> that's great yeah um even for me with my Instagram it's I mostly follow um I don't even follow a lot of actors maybe just my close friends but yeah. for me it's mostly photographers or artists or musicians I mean well the lifestyle. truth is, is you choose who you follow so totally. so you can uh manage what it is that you uh, are going to subject yourself to in terms of content uh you yeah. know yeah so but having said that they create algorithms to keep you on the device, to keep you on the platform. Attention is the money. And right. I can't remember the name of the the stand-up comedian. I, I hate it when I can't remember <laughs> his name, but this is like from years ago, 30 years ago, he has, has a joke where he's like, he asks the audience if, you know, are there any marketers here? And, you know, some people say, go, okay, great, so there's some marketers here. He said, go kill yourself. You're like, you're the bane of society. And I was like, oh, it's so funny to sort of like, I mean, it's so, you know, cold and all that, but it's actually quite funny. And, I, and, and whenever I think of social media, I kind of think of that standard comedian. <laughs> it's like, if you work for social media, you might really want to think about yeah. what you're doing. I'm not saying kill yourself or anything, but I'm just saying you might want to think about how you're working within that. Because it's... Uh, well, yeah. and we're all part of it now, though, yeah. right? Like, if you ask anybody, like, maybe people don't work in marketing, but they're marketing something yeah. through the social media. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, even even somebody like poor Paul. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody is, and it's very strange. Um, can I ask about something that I would, I imagined might have been a bit strange? Mm. I know we're all professionals here, um, but... <laughs> Uh, One of us is. I think it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I do try. I do try. Um, but you, you in this film are playing the the spouse um, of a woman whose husband is directing you. Sure. Yeah. Was that awkward or weird? Should he leave the room while he, we talk about this? No. Like it's all cool. Yeah. No. It's, it's acting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm not one of those actors who gets weird about, oh, we're married, I have to, f I have to be in love with you or be any of those what? things. That's, what do you mean? It's, oh, <laughs> I just blew it. I just blew the bubble for Christina. <laughs> They're going to recut the film and you're about to die in it. <laughs> no, I like, uh, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think it was awkward. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I really considered that. I think, I I think part of that also comes from, I think we all sort of have a similar way of working that it's it's just, it's work, you know, it's work, you just do mm. work. I also think we're on the same vibe. 
Yeah. I'm about to get all hippy dippy, but we're all <laughs> kind of in the same but, like. But I also think too, when you have just like a natural fun chemistry. Yeah. I never, because even we talk about okay, what are we don't even really talk. We talk about our boundaries and stuff when we're working. But I feel like when we step on a project, I forget. Like I don't even think I'm married. I just treat him as director, yeah. and I just want to be with the cast. And I think when you're just working with someone who you just adore and love anyway as a friend, you just play and you don't yeah. even think of. You you leave all the stuff at the door. I I yeah. I'm gonna say this. We can cut it out if you guys like. But there would be a couple times in the morning, like where I knew you guys were being tense over mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. or right. whatever. Where you know there was some some because they're human where, beings. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And and <laughs> and. And you know you need to debrief about things or get whatever and blah 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 blah. So the toilet paper exactly, roll. it was the toilet paper. He likes it backwards. She likes it forwards. It's There's but, a thing there. But there'd be there'd be days now and then <laughs> there'd be there'd be day na days now and then where you, where I knew that there was some kind of attention or whatever. And then as soon as we would start working, pew, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't evidence of that. You know, that's just being professional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I, let's get into the nitty gritty of filming. Um, <laughs> You seem to have, like, most of the filming took place in this beautiful house with a beautiful view. Um, so, like, tell me where that was and how I can move in there and how much time you spent there and, <laughs> well, and all of that. I bet you it's down already. No! Yeah, when we were shooting, it's, we were up in West Vancouver, and when we were shooting, one of the days, funny enough, they were literally tearing down a perfectly fine house. Oh, it's yeah. the opening scene. Yeah, yeah it's in the opening yeah. scene. Uh, and, and, and right, and they, that was that that was just happening. So we were like, "Well, let's use it, and we'll shoot it." Yeah. Kind of felt like it somehow fit into the movies. Yeah. You know, the 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 little foreshadowing bit, of uh, little <laughs> sinister, yeah. It'll ruin our sound if we don't use it. Yeah. So that was fun. That was uh, you know that was exciting. There was like I would say there was two times where we were like, "Okay, well, we're going to do this real fast," yeah. and that was one of them. So. Yeah. Yeah, but the album West Van, it pro it's probably not there anymore. It's literally probably torn down for a, you know, nine thousand square foot mansion, which we will move into. Yes, after from the all the sales of, of this movie. <laughs> 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 um, tell me about the um, the kind of firsts. Why can't I say firsts? What kind of firsts did you encounter on this project? For each of you, as as artists. Good question. I like to have like one at least. Um, that's the only one you're allowed. That's it. That's question. it. <laughs> Just yeah. one good question. <laughs> For me, was actually having the re rehearsal time beforehand. Mm. That long of a rehearsal time. Yeah. Before jumping on set. How long of a rehearsal time are we talking? We oh, we played spent at least month? a month. It, we played, played almost every day. So this way, when we were on play. set, it you was call it play. It was boom. Mm -hmm. It was like for eight, you know, because we shot it in eight days. So eight days, right? Yeah, eight days. Shot in eight days. We wouldn't. I don't. I don't think I don't, we would have pulled it off. We couldn't have been able to pull it no. off. So it would have been something, but it wouldn't have been. Yeah. I, I like what this movie this, is. Me too. It I like that. it too, but eight yeah. days—that's nothing. Yeah. yeah. With Elstrand's dialogue, yeah, it's yeah. hard. That's hard. So for me, that was uh, an amazing first. Where I wish every project that I could do was. Let's let's play and rehearse for a month, and then let it all go, and let's just really go and see what we can find, without being like, "Hi, I'm Christina. Hi, I'm Ben. Mm -hmm. let's, let's go." It was like <laughs> <laughs> a month of, "Hi, I'm Christina. This is Ben." Yeah, well, it's just nice, you know, to have that opportunity to sort of like decide what the pace of this scene is, or what, um, where we, can we build to this line or this beat or like you know actually almost choreographing it mm -hmm. in a way is just such a nice way to work that you get you get so accustomed to not doing that mm -hmm. like you, you have to be able to pick up a script and do it now maybe not literally but sometimes literally you know like yeah. rewrites on set and you're like oh okay yeah that but whole master the fight scene in the play we wouldn't have we wouldn't have been able to do it if we didn't how that much time to rehearse it. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, first for me would be that I've never done a feature before. Uh, so mm. that'd be a first. Um, Boggles my mind. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've just watched so much of your content because you've created like hundreds of hours of content. Mm. So yeah, put it all, stitch it all together. That's a feature. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we, I, there's been lots, but there's something different about like 
about when you do uh, obviously a feature film compared to I actually you know what an hour and a half is the perfect amount of time that I want to watch anything yeah and uh, and I hope that there's just more hour and a half movies I, I don't need any more 12 part series that are three seasons long I just you know what an hour give me an hour and a half movie yeah. that is perfect so we did what an hour and 25 minutes so I'm really happy with myself there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, this was clearly made in the age, in the before times, the age before the COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're releasing it into a COVID world. How do you think that will impact how people perceive the film and watch the film? And I will say that as somebody who realized that I had not had a good laugh in so long that I damaged myself. <laughs> That's a good review. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go on. I'll put that on the deck when we try and sell this thing. After seeing this film, yeah. I had to go to physio. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. How, I mean, again, it's like, I'll tell you what's, what has been weird because, you know, you make a movie and then you submit it to all these festivals and watching the total chain reaction of festivals getting canceled we're not sure what we're going to do we're going to do a virtual to like getting specific as to like what they're looking for how they're going to program like the i mean anybody that's managed to keep their festival going Mm -hmm. deserves a huge pat on the back uh because it's kind of crazy that they're even happening Mm -hmm. um you know and that said you know i I kind of, you know, I know for a fact that certain festivals reduce their size. Completely. I mean, even VIF went from 300 films to 100 films this yeah. year. So I almost, you know, not woe was me or anything like that, but I'm a little bit like, oh, all those filmmakers like me that finally got to submit, you know, a film, it just got way harder. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, it's like maybe there's a world where they have a bigger festival next year. And if you were on the cusp, they invite you back, you know? If you were like one of the people that had to get chopped because they went with less, maybe they maybe they just go even bigger in the next time. But anyway, that's my putting that out into the ether for, yeah. for the universe. Yeah. What do you think we lose, though, in enjoying a film if we don't have, you know, the, the big you know stereotypical festival experience with with the parties and the you know packed houses and I think it's good to mourn right <laughs> yeah <laughs> sort of bring a, us down but I like think, I think a feeling of you know even sometimes when VIF comes I'm like oh it's VIF this week like you know what I mean it's not like Vancouver, I don't think Vancouver is like the VIF festival is coming like it's not like it's TIFF TIFF yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tiff, um, Tiff is like an avalanche. Yeah. What I what I miss is yeah. having my my tickets and you know going from this theater to this theater. I I love that personally. I love sitting and watching a film with a full theater and hearing the reactions and things that I would find funny. You know, you're not going to get a reaction or I'm like, oh my god, they found that funny. I miss I miss that. I miss the the feeling and the atmosphere of yeah. There's 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 filmmakers and actors making a movie. There's people that want to come together and celebrate art, but, you know, looking on the other side, we know how Vancouver is when it rains, people cancel or don't go out, so you can literally, <laughs> you have no excuse, you can watch yeah, a film on your couch, right? So There's no reason to not watch no a bunch of movies not, this year. Yeah, yeah, I think the pricing's great. I think, you know, they've narrowed the films down, so take that time and actually enjoy the films. Yeah, I think, I think they've narrowed the films, but they've also expanded it so that you can watch it anywhere in BC. That's like right. it's yeah. not just Vancouver, which I think which is, is great. Cool. Is it limited to BC? Yes, yeah. limited to limited BC. Limited to BC. I think I think you know what what's sad about when festivals disappear or aren't you know functioning the way they normally function is there's a few things. One is there's no sort of like momentum. Like if, if someone's made some kind of dark horse little indie film. And people go, did you see this one? You gotta go see this one. It's showing two more times here. Like, people, that does happen. Yeah. So that the fact that that doesn't exist is really sad because you know people, whether you're a sales agent or distributor or producer or a director, you don't necessarily 
know what's good. You can have an opinion or an agent. You might have some ideas of what's a good movie or not. But when people have the chance to talk about something, that's like, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. And then also, if you're a creator or an actor or writer or producer, you don't get to meet any of these people. Mm. So you don't get to build a new relationship in the same way. You don't get an opportunity to be like, hey, I wanted to work with you or you were really great in that. Maybe we can. Mm -hmm. And that seemingly off chance meeting at a big party may may uh, I'll repeat that seamless off chance meeting at a party will be could be a launching pad a year later for yeah. whatever you are writer actor gaffer like you know I never know yeah. um, I'm just going to also I didn't do my disclaimer up at the top but we I mean regular listeners know we record essentially in an alley so we are currently <laughs> hearing um, the Whole Foods drivers uh, angrily dropping off their kale <laughs> Um, feeling there. I was going to say, excuse me, I just need to move my dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so excited that this is your first feature, your your feature film directorial debut. What does this film tell? What does fucking idiots tell us about the kind of films that you want to make moving forward? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, you never want to paint yourself a path, uh, but you know, if I could do three more Chris Elstrands, I'll do that. <laughs> um, Same here, by right? the way. Yeah. Uh, and any super got so much love for Chris in this room. He just knows how to, especially with females, he knows how to write yeah. female characters. He knows how to flawed write people. flawed people in a situation. Odd, you know? si yeah, odd, uncomfortable situations are so like he just nails it it's great uh so any super rich powerful producer out there should be making some chris elstrand movies mm -hmm. so yeah that's what i think um but in terms of what's coming I, I i don't know i mean you know we'll see how this goes and we'll see if there's other ventures it's i think it's a bit of a it's gonna be a tricky little while for indie filmmakers i mean there's the idea of making some stuff super cheap on your iphone and have a nice concept but you know once you get a little bit once your budget starts to increase a little bit again, it's just going to get really hard, I think. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see what what happens over the next couple of years. I'm 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 excited, but like scared. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's the fear? What do you? I just I I don't want to lose artists. I don't want to lose storytellers along the way. I I want people to stay the course and do what they need to do to stay in the game you know to, to, to stay in the community you know because it's it's going to be a tough slog mm -hmm. um, okay I want to get I want to get Ben mm -hmm. and Christina talking about the other honestly can you guys not be beeping so much just when I'm recording always when I'm recording um, I want you to speak about the special qualities that the other brings to their work in this film, but as if, as if that they're not there. So maybe Ben, we'll start with you. Mm -hmm. Talk about Christina as a scene partner. She's hiding behind the curtain. She's hiding behind a curtain. Mm -hmm. Not very well because we can still see her. I can still <laughs> hear you. <laughs> and, and then, and then I we'll can reverse. I cut you out of I this film. I can't see you, but I bitch. can hear. <laughs> I'm a producer, goddammit. Um, I I want to be a smartass, but I'll say honestly, I laughed the entire time. Christina makes me laugh, so it's great. Um, which which made it easy, which made it easy not to have to think about the relationship so much, like because she makes me laugh. Like it was easy to sort of go. I don't know how to phrase that. It made it easy to connect with what's wrong with these two. Hmm. You know? Uh, because you want to be laughing, but the situation is so fucked up. These guys are fucking idiots. But, um... <laughs> that yeah, should be the title also, of your film. So there would just be moments like Christina makes choices that you just don't see coming. I don't see coming. And they're better than what I would have imagined. You know what I mean? Like... 
and we rehearsed we also it was also kind of fun because we rehearsed for a month and we would do what we were doing but then when the camera was rolling there were so many moments where you brought something that was like not what we'd rehearsed yeah or or it was what we rehearsed but like all the way there you know what i mean if that makes sense like it, and i was like okay in rehearsal i thought okay well this is what it's going to be it's going to be that and then she would bring this other level of it that where i would go oh shit okay <laughs> okay it's like that all right and then i just try not to laugh there's a few scenes there's a few shots in the film where i when i watched it i could i knew like that's where i'm turning my head away from camera because i'm laughing <laughs> so, so that was fun <laughs> that's a very good answer Sweet. How do you follow that? Oh. Yeah, sorry. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Cotton's a dick. Keep it simple. You didn't know his lines. Ben was a really good actor. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's like it's like when you first read the script and you're thinking of different people, and I think that was the thing with I knew Ben's just easy, and I think with the material and even when we did rehearse before, things are just always changing when we were to get like together and yeah. you can just like Ben's giving in the sense of well, yeah let's just play let's just try it let's just try that it, it's it's the worst when you work with someone who's like well no I mean this is what it says or this is what I've decided this is what or I've like decided. Mm -hmm. and uh, I can't we do play, it we're not this side of the and that I mean I, I have a hard time working with people like that but yeah. You both mentioned play, by the way, is, as far as that one month. Is that what that month was? That month of, of prep, of rehearsing, of getting to know the material? It was play? I think you have I to have so. play in, ev yeah. in, in everything you do. I mean... Okay, good, because we're in a room filled with my toys. So. It's filled with toys. <laughs> and I think, you know, Bren, uh, Bren, I called you Bren. That's a new name. So I like silly. it. I like it. Bren. So Bren, yeah, Bren brings vulnerability. He brings, um, it, it's like a, pun he's like a punching bag. Anything, <laughs> I know, like, is that nice? I don't you know. know. I, hey, we all have our place in this. <laughs> he, he was able to just, to just, even when I, when I watch the movie and I've seen it a couple times, I'm always seeing different things because you're able to bring something different mm. to uh, every choice that you make as well. Mm. And I think um, he's funny. There's moments of between both of us where it got real, which I love because yeah. you have to have, you know, that's the one thing about this. It wasn't just funny throughout the whole thing. You had yeah. those moments where your, your heartstrings pull and, and I like, to have a partner who we we're kind of like silly putty you were just yeah. pushing and pulling and and who understands the necessity without we didn't really talk about no. that i don't remember no. us even really talking about that but but the you know when you see the film there's a lot of what we do that's um these people are a little over the top you know they're they're and you know they're in whatever headspace they're in and it makes them act the way they act but then to have those moments like in order for those choices to pay off when it was a little over the top you need that thing and, yeah uh, and that's a that's a a testament i guess to elstrand and to you for ever to for catching that you know i think that's the thing we're able to play in in the scenes a bit even though we had limited time i think the beauty of getting together and rehearsing and doing all this stuff that we could literally try it a few a few different times and they were always different. Mm. It wasn't just you saying, okay, let's go again and you're doing the exact same performance. Yeah. We, yeah. I find, were able to give something different all the time. Must have been a pain in the editing. God. <laughs> well, no, not really, actually. I think it worked out uh, pretty good. I mean, like, you know, I like talking movies. Uh, I like, and I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of, of you know, epic, big blockbuster films. I like, you know, Duplass Brother movies. I like Greta Gerwig movies, mm. Noah Baumbach. Uh, I like movies where you have people in a certain, and we watch them live. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I really like that. And that's a testament to, to you guys just embracing that, those characters and embracing a Chris Elstrand script because that's what his scripts are like. Mm -hmm. And the 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 you need that play yeah you need the like i i don't want it delivered exactly the mm -hmm. same way every time because yeah, that's not that's not how we live there, there's know, also so. nice moments there's a moment too and i don't want to say it 
in the in the but there is um yeah no spoilers more of a one of the scenes that we were doing and maybe it called for something but it but it didn't seem <laughs> I'm doing a physical gesture you can't, you can't. but it didn't <laughs> seem right to do it the other way it seemed right to do it a physical way that you wouldn't have thought of doing it but yeah. we did it yeah to make you do a bit of a laugh cry or or, or that's their way of connecting well, these other little physical that's what I'd probably do in that yeah. situation <laughs> yeah do you know what scene I'm talking about um Guys, I have no idea and I'm so sure my secretive. listeners are like what, what the, the fuck are it was one I threw Ben out the window basically <laughs> 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 it was one I came through the door with the axe <laughs> <laughs> here's Johnny and I his nose on my forehead it's subtle it's in the movie you'll see it yeah Pay attention. Yeah. Um, I am. I'm so excited for more people to see this film. I mean, beyond just me, because <laughs> I want to talk about with everybody, with everybody, and I don't want to just talk about it with you. Um, but I, 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 I will be going to experience it on the big screen because um, I, I want to. I, I love to experience, especially comedies. This is a comedy, right? I just read comedies with an audience. It's funny that you ask. I, I don't. You know what? You know this is going to sound really pretentious. Everybody, get ready. Okay, I don't okay. know why we have to define everything so much. Like whether things are comedies or. I said to someone, "Oh, it's a dramedy." Oh, you never want to call it a dramedy. Nobody will ever buy it. You know what? Just watch a film if you like it and you laugh at it. Then I guess it's a comedy. I love if you, it. If you watch it and you cry or go or feel gross then it's a movie that makes you feel gross or I felt gross I felt gross mm. I saw a streak of tragedy in it and um and as I say I have a laughing injury so and I look forward to watching other people have that very reaction um but what for you would be the the desired uh feeling that you would like audiences to have when the end credits are rolling uh, I think, like, maybe a sense of, uh, you know, obviously, I hope that there's been some joy and laughter during it, because I find it mm -hmm. funny, but also a bit more like, hey, you know, we're all kind of in this together. Uh, we're all kind of, like, hard on ourselves. Mm. Uh, we're all, you know, in some respect, a fucking idiot. So mm -hmm. it's well, okay. We were saying that this morning in the car. We are like, how many times, even before it was called fucking idiots, have we walked around the house calling ourselves oh, an idiot or this guy fucking idiot can you believe that guy said something what a fucking idiot yeah. a moment in the life yeah <laughs> <laughs> at david and christina's house behind Thanks, the marriage yeah. <laughs> 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 i also think this film will be i also think maybe this film might be one of those ones where you walk out and going well that makes my life look pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I may have my issues, but damn. <laughs> That's not me. What, what do you think this film says about the kind of movies that you guys want to make moving forward? I mean, for me, I'm, I'm always attracted to the underdogs in the films, the character-driven, simple situation, putting plucking characters in 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 this situation and it's kind of like I was thinking of of improvising or you know how sometimes I say to you okay pick a relationship uh, here's the object mm -hmm. this is the situation write 10 minutes on it mm -hmm. I, I like to work on films that are just focused really on wait do you just do that for like for <laughs> that's what I need to know too is this, <laughs> is this like a like a marriage homework thing no like see, like, <laughs> you're not gonna get breakfast <laughs> until you do your marriage yeah, homework the <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, if I have an idea for something, I always start with, you know, like everyone's process is so different, but I always come from like, these are the two characters, what's an observed situation, yeah. and like, I mean, you know, because there's not a lot of wonderful things that we audition for, let's be <laughs> honest, so for me, it's, if it's character driven and it's different and unique, and that's what keeps me so excited, like David said, I can make you know, I'm always bugging Chris. Can I just be your muse? Can I be your muse? Can I be in every? I I love I love his films, yeah. independent. Yeah. And they're also strange. They're also strange. Awesome. Yeah, and I weirdly life affirming. Yeah, because often they're often they're they're so dark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're so funny. And they're funeral day and like 
songs she wrote. Like, those are... Well, he's got a couple others that we'd like to figure out how to do for sure. You know, again, I, just to reiterate, you know, what Christina's saying, character-driven, dialogue-driven, people in a room, um, you know, or people in a car or, or something. And I, I don't need, like, huge action sequences. I don't need epic tales. I, the world's, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't like to watch those every now and then, but I much would rather sit and watch two actors go at it and yeah. have a simple shot yeah. and just let them do their thing, which is, you know, maybe not uh, what what everybody watches, but I feel like niche audiences are the thing now. Yeah. Like, there's going to be more people that are going to want to watch that, and then the algorithm will define it, and, <laughs> and <laughs> it'll, it'll push it towards them. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, hopefully more movies. I'll make more movies like that for sure. I'd like to do more things that are funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a funny guy. <laughs> I've seen you get killed in a lot of things, though, haven't well, I? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I die all the I think time. That's He's a punching bag. Like, you know, you, know, you see you a lot. You play a lot of dark characters. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm mean guys. I'm right? bad guys. I'd love to play a mean and, girl, and yeah. it was just nice to... to but Lawrence yeah. and Holloman is still one of my favorite films ever. Oh, and, like, yeah. you got the shit kicked out of you in various ways in, yeah, that, in that one. That was really that was intense. intense. But, <laughs> was but, but there's so much of what we do up here that's dark, you know? It just is. It's like, if you, if you have your way, if you what kinds of things would you want to shoot in a town that rains for eight months out of the year? Horrors and yeah. really yeah. serious stuff. So, like, there's so much of what's going on here that... Is like I love doing any kind of work, yeah. I, but there are times when you're like, God, I don't want to be beating on people and playing the rapey guy and doing like all of that stuff. Yeah, you and you now. do that I very well. The, yeah, I want to laugh. I want to go home at the end of the day and go, Wow, that was a rush because it made me laugh. Or like, you know, I had a hard time keeping my stuff together today. You know, or like, I don't know, it's more yeah. fun. I, you know, laughter is good. Yeah, laughter is amazing. Hey, do you guys want to play some favorite things? Yes. Yeah, you know, it, uh, I would, but I just wanted to say, sorry to jump in, I just wanted to say also, like, like the fact that this movie got made with all these uh, people and the crew and the uh, and everybody, it was eight days, there was very little prep other than us getting to rehearse and yeah. then, you know, going into a house and we go like, okay, you got, go for it, you got... 10 days to set up and get your stuff out and shoot your movie. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody was kind of crazy at how everybody was doing probably three or four jobs at once. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah, there were times when it got, like, kind of crazy and intense, which I think is what any movie would ever be. But everybody plowed through it and got through it, and, and it was really uh, it was really testament to what you can do in Vancouver. I mean, Vancouver's filled with people that are willing to help mm. and people that are willing to provide services, post-production, all of it, uh, just to help you get your, your Canadian-made, yeah. Vancouver-made movie. This movie was 100% Vancouver. Yeah. So uh, that's something that you know people need to know, is that like this town has it all, and we, mm-hmm. we should be making lots of independent films and making a name for ourselves. As a well, community. this is my raison d'etre, <laughs> you know, seriously, is to draw attention to this. You know, and for me, I, I love seeing people like like Ben and Christina and, and Steve and Sarah mm-hmm. in roles that I don't normally get to see them in either. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just like, that's, that's I'm, if I'm a fan girl of anything, it's just like the talent in this city and I just want to see them do all sorts of different stuff. I mean, we haven't talked a lot about Sarah Canning's character in this. I don't want to talk ab- a lot about it because she's kind of a surprise. But man, she kicks ass in that kind of role. She plays an amazing birthday clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good birthday clown. I think if there's it's a some of the best birthday clown work I've ever seen. That's great. Yeah. yeah, she came in red. Yeah, yeah. incredible. Okay, now now can we play favorite things? Yes, yes. Sorry, I just okay. wanted to say that. You're you're allowed. It's the directors; they always do what they want to do when they come in here. So favorite things is. Um, very hard concept to explain. These were questions developed by my nine-year-old because she feels that they're very revealing about the people who sit around this table. So I ask a question and then you answer the question without thinking too much about it. All at once are you gonna pick, are you gonna be like, Ben, this is for you or is it free fall? No, I'm gonna say say it and then we're gonna go boom, boom, boom. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Hot seat. Hot seat. It's a hot seat. 
Okay. Y'all ready? Yeah. All right. Let's find out. Favorite locally shot series. Ben. Um, favorite locally shot series. Um, 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 the Astronauts. <laughs> oh, it's is not that? a local, no, <laughs> that's not a local. <laughs> that's it's a local, local one, Ben. But it's shot locally, so technically that um, answers the question. I don't know, like Canadian shows you do? You know, yeah, shows shot in Vancouver. Yeah, but like strictly Canadian, do you mean? You know, like when my daughter and I were figuring out these questions, <laughs> we were not talking about... I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't watch Do you TV. watch... Okay. Well, then that's an honest answer. I, I, but uh, well, but I've worked be, on a lot of them, and like, I mean, I love them all. Godiva's. Godiva's. <laughs> just say Godiva's. That's Godiva's. a safe answer. I just love Godiva's. I sense a panic on Ben's face Can right now. Can we shout Supernatural? Be... They just finished oh, Yeah, Supernatural, yes. They just finished up, and that was... That's that's an industry unto itself. For what yes. it's worth, um, yes. I'd have to say X Files. Yes, because oh, X Files yeah, oh, right, was right. when I. No, like, you don't get to take other people's answers <laughs> now. <laughs> well, X Files got me to move to Vancouver. Like like I got into acting kind of because of X Files. And, and you got and, me to move yeah. to Vancouver. You got me. You got me to move to So Vancouver. I say X-Files. Yeah. Excellent. I wanted that's to live near one. City Square Mall because that's where Toombs right. was underneath the uh, <laughs> the escalator. Okay. <laughs> Favorite cartoon character of all time? Let, Christina. Actually, you know what? The slug from... Um, God, what's that movie? Not the slug. The... Uh, Memory talk like oh in that oh that la latest Disney in movie can't remember the name of it he was a it was a sloth uh, it was a recent Disney movie it's more recent I mean I guess Daffy God we're so good Snoopy. with names <laughs> do you remember Mr T's animated show that was pretty awesome. Donald Duck. Right. No. <laughs> but do you remember Hulk Hogan's animated yeah, show? Sure that was uh, rad. It was around the same time as Jam and the Hologram. Yeah, it absolutely yeah. was. Yeah. That's when Saturday morning cartoons were a thing. Yeah. All right. We're going to start with you, David, for the next one. Favorite karaoke song? Oh, well, I mean, I, first of all, I've actually never done karaoke. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I've never done it. And in all no yeah, lie, I've sing. never I've never done karaoke. I'll sing, but I, I've never done karaoke. Uh, but if I was to do karaoke, mm -hmm. I mean, it's got to be Journey's Don't Stop Believing, even though I can't sing. And mine, mine's Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yes. mine. You took mine. Liar. <laughs> Blaze of Glory. Blaze of Glory. Uh. Favorite comfort food, Ben. Potatoes and cheese, I suppose, a poutine kind of oh. thing. A poutine, maybe. yeah. Maybe, yeah. I like poutine. Uh, you know, favorite comfort food? It's probably like a bacon and egg sandwich. Nice. Mine is pasta. Yeah. It's comforting. How you dress your Isn't pasta? Sicoli. How do I dress it? Yeah. How do I make my sauce? Yeah. Um, honestly, <laughs> if it's just sa sautéed garlic and onions, olive oil, basil, tomato sauce. Wow, you're Salt legit. And Simple and clean. Yeah. Um, and love. Homemade. Homemade. Yeah. So you're not into craft dinner with ketchup? No. No. Or ragu? You ever put wieners no, in your no, craft no. dinner? Absolutely, no. yes. Twice this week. Don't worry about me. Ragu? Or, or, um, <laughs> mac and cheese with mac wieners. Mac and cheese with wieners. <laughs> Okay, what is your favorite thing to eat at craft services? Now, this is the concept of craft services from the olden times. Before, right? really? yeah. <laughs> Not from the new, it's like you're in prison and at the canteen and you have to order stuff through a window. Uh, for me, it was all, it's always the dried fruit section. Yes. They had something that's a dried fruit, I'm in. A apricots, nectarines, apples, chips, I'm in. Dried wow. that fruit, I'll put it in my mouth. Wow. That's very revealing. Yeah. Ben? I'm not sure what it means. But. I kind of stick to fruits and vegetables as much as I can. God, you're find such boring. Yeah, like what I find. There's a giant I bowl of Skittles. No, that's me. If I eat sugar, <laughs> I, if I eat, my system's too sensitive. If I eat sugar and eat like a lot of carbs and a lot of things, my head goes, you know, yeah. like I can't. It takes me out of the game. Yeah, oh. I stick to the the vegetables too. Yeah. That's I used to steal it, the gum. It took me uh, like 20 years to figure that out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's true though, because like, like I know exactly what you're talking about. Because like, whether you know, you know, acting or directing or whatever, you kind of want to have this like perfect like yeah. level of 
of uh, energy yeah. and and so like I'm always finding myself I'm just like eating okay I feel, well, how am I feeling okay I'm going for some <laughs> almonds now yeah okay, how am I feeling oh I don't want to have a big uh, dinner at lunch or sorry dinner at lunch but a, yeah. or a big lunch or dinner I just want to have like the right size otherwise I'll be like couch yeah. potato yeah yeah I guess because I record my my recording usually takes about an hour like before you get here you guys got here like i had a cup of coffee and then i just stuffed all of this chocolate in my mouth and then i was ready to go and then you're gonna leave and i'm gonna have a nap under my desk yeah yeah, yeah. Um, okay fa- favorite super villain anything alan rickman did nice one yeah yeah super villain do you think the character that he played in harry potter was a villain Knowing what we know about how things went down. Oh, I haven't watched. I think you're going to laugh and judge. I haven't seen a single Harry Potter. No, I haven't either. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so this just goes to show you that Ben, Christina, and I will be working together for a very long yeah, time. We're all, we're and we're going to be making the same <laughs> types of movies. the violence, <laughs> like... Oh. But anything Alan Rickman did. Okay. Wait, does it have to be a superhero movie, or can it just be, like, in general? Like, I love Javier Bardem in any any villain. Sure. Villainous role. He's good in James Bond. <laughs> or in the Coen Brothers when he played, um... Okay. Oh, I mean, I just love no the Coen Brothers and, yeah. and, and Javier. Yeah. He's sexy, too. <laughs> I just love him. He's just sexy. I know. He's so sexy. I like that you're whispering as though he might hear us. Well, he might, I suppose. I, I, don't, I don't know. You might be listening, standing outside the door. Okay, and these He's are all villain. super villains, like superhero. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you could say yourself. It's okay. <laughs> Me in my room with my toys. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have one. I don't know. I mean, Carilla Deville. I like Jack Nicholson's Batman yeah. or his, his Joker. That was good fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was are you say stealing th- his answer? Yeah. No, I you am. said Javier Bardem. You don't get to. Yeah, I, I said Javier. And you said Cruella Deville. I said Cruella Deville. Nice. I like Riddler. Um, like the Jim Carrey Riddler. Who was the one before that? I, I don't think that. Well, there was, was probably lots the actually. The old TV, the old the TV show. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say Joaquin. Burgess Meredith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm skipping all of these questions, no, and I'm no. just gonna. <laughs> this is the fun. This is fun. This is fun. So if I ask you who your favorite superhero is, are you gonna say? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Why? I love Spider-Man too. Because it's it's he because he's not like a he's not a hero he's. He's like this guy trying to figure out how to live. Yeah. And he's also got these superpowers, but he's not like, I'm a hero and I'm going to save the world. I like, that's why I like him. Yeah, I like that too. Mine's Jim in Jim and the Hulk. Oh, you would. It's just kidding. <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are you kidding? Yeah. Because I don't think she's a superhero. I love Wonder Woman. Yeah. I, was, I love Wonder Woman. Yeah, I always love Wonder Woman. Why are you putting your hand on my thigh? Just because I feel like you're close oh, to the mic. Oh, am I mic. too close to the mic? Sorry. Yeah, I love Wonder Woman. Okay. Okay. I feel like Superman, Superman was the first movie I ever saw in a, in a drive-in. Oh, wow. When I was really small. So, I, I, don't, I don't think about it so much anymore, but Superman's probably up there. No judgment. For that reason. But total judgment. But I do like your superhero answers better than your supervillain answers. Okay. I find that. Fine. I find that interesting. And guess what? As I said, Wonder Woman. Look who's sitting over there. Princess Leia. No, right there in the corner. It's not Wonder. Oh, there, there, that is Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Woman, I'm Jem. I'm Princess princess. Leia. Right in the corner. Wonder Woman. There's Wonder Woman right there. And the, oh, and there's Wonder Woman right there. Listen, actually, if you want another one, then it's Magneto. <laughs> actually, my dad. Magneto. <laughs> or Magneto. I would say as I would a super villain. villain. As a super villain. Yeah. Now, do you really consider Magneto to be a villain? Because just like in the spirit of Killmonger, um, because he was a survivor of the Holocaust, you know, um, there, I have a lot of empathy for, for why he does the things that he does. Yeah, but ultimately he was still, he did, yeah. I mean, I understand that he was motivated a certain way, but he was still, I mean, he could have been Professor X. Yeah, you know, he could have gone that route. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I love the idea of you guys one day take, taking 
your aesthetic, your way of looking at the world, your team of actors, and doing a superhero film, but without all the kabooms and everything, mm -hmm. and just about who superheroes are or supervillains are as people. You yeah, know, I played idea. Jabba the Hutt. Have you guys ever seen James Gunn's film Super? No. No, I haven't yeah. seen that. Is yeah. that what that's like? Yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah, I will. Yeah, it's fantastic. But I want I want a I want a Chris Eggstrand Elgstrand. Elstrand. Elstrand. It's the G is fucking me up Elstrand. script to go along with that. Yeah. Was Jabba the Hutt a villain? Yes. yes. I would say I'd Jabba the Hutt was a villain. I would play Jabba. You're literally just looking at stuff on my <laughs> shelves and being like, oh, that's so I like Jabba now. I it's actually have this back. cassette. I just got it. Jabba. With the Footloose cassette? Yeah. yeah. I, it's all this stuff was from my storage locker. And I'm like, I'll just gonna have it out now. And, and I'd play a raisin. A California <laughs> raisin? I have oh, a California have raisin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, let's okay, put no. this to bed. We're done. We're done this. Um, we're just done. Okay, it's over. Get out. It's just uh, gone off the rails, but delightfully so. And I felt like I got to know each and every one of you a lot better. So how can people find out how to watch this film during VIF? Like, what's the 411 on all of that stuff? Well, uh, go online. Go uh, get out there. and VIF.org. Uh, VIF.org. And uh, it's available the, uh, the 24th to October 7th uh, for anywhere in BC. So go check that out. Uh, of course, September 30th, 8.45 p.m. at Cinematique and at Van City. Mm. We have live screenings that are simultaneous, limited seating, protocols being followed, set up by BC and all that. They're, they're, they're doing a wonderful thing trying to get people in the cinema, which is how you're supposed to watch a movie. Yeah. So come check that out. And after that, who knows? Maybe, I don't know, well, maybe we'll do a massive, we'll just sell it ourselves online and everyone will buy it for 10 bucks or something. Who yeah, knows? or... or but before you do that, do a drive-in. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, and now I'm, I'm kind of torn right now. If I want to see it at Vifan City Theater, where they have the license and the wine, or at the Cinematheque, which does have the best popcorn in the city. I don't even know city. if they're serving any of that. <gasps> no, they, I, I mean, I don't know, but I mean... Yeah. I think they might. They might prep it all, and then the bags will be done, and then, you know what I mean? They might do Actually, that. Actually, right. Because I know that's how they've been doing something. Okay, I'm going to do what my Ukrainian baba used to do and just What's bring that? a big pierogi. giant bag filled with, with pierogies, just oh, with anything. Pierogi. Yeah. <laughs> Come and find me. I will have the popcorn and the pierogies and all of that. That's not... You know what? I'm having popcorn and progress tonight. I am I'm having progress tonight. I'm not kidding. I bought them last night. I'm ready to get Can I can I make a recommendation? Somebody who is Ukrainian and Indian. Yeah. Have your pierogies mm. with butter chicken sauce. Oh. Wow. It, now it's it tastes best if it's a potato pierogi, sauerkraut pierogi, not so much cheese yeah. pierogi, but with a beautiful, smooth, little spicy butter chicken sauce. It just it's it just. You know what I love about yeah. conversations. Is that you know what <laughs> you could be talking? We, it, it could be like a a, a a denuclearization summit between all these powerful you know countries, and eventually the conversation come. But you know what's really good is there's this fantastic dip that I made. It's <laughs> yeah. unbelievable. It all comes back to food. Why don't we start with food? Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. start with food. Get together. Have a good time. And not we might and not need to have. We the might not have this. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we're but hugging. honestly, will you try that for me and then let me know what you think? Because I, yeah, I discovered I'll it, it this week. I'll, I'll try, try it and too. I can yeah. wear a Jabba the Hutt costume while eating it. Because okay. we're going to all dress as superheroes. Okay, yep. She's eating. She it. needs to eat something now, we can tell. Wow. All right. Time. Before you go to eat, um, where can our fans find you, follow you, celebrate you on the social media? Oh, um, <laughs> well, Sicoli um, no. uh, all over Instagram. Isn't it Sicolio? It's just at no, it's at Sicoli. I think my my Twitter's Sicolio. I'm not on Facebook. Okay, Whoa. I got off that bad boy. Whoa. Yes. Okay, all right. A year and a half ago. Instagram's Facebook. Everybody, no, you know what? forget it's, it. Um, I know. I think yeah, Sicol for me it's Sicoli at Sicoli on just, my Instagram. Yeah, and then I'm on Instagram, D Milchard, and I'm on Facebook. Just look up David Milchard, and go to the YouTube channel. Conversation with my two-year-old. Check that out. Aren't you Ben Cotton? We're doing a show next... Oh, we're doing a show tomorrow night, you guys. I am. Ben. What? You're doing a show tomorrow night? <laughs> tomorrow night I'm doing a live stream, talking comedy and music comedy uh, with uh, David and Ken on our Conversation with My Two-Year-Old channel. Sweet. Every oh, Wednesday wow. night. We're trying to do those. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so we'll put links to all of that 
in the footnotes for this episode. And I'm sorry, Ben. What were? Uh, mine is my Instagram is I am Ben Cotton, and then uh, Twitter is uh, at Ben G Cotton. What's the G stand for, Gerald? It doesn't stand for anything, actually. Just oh. a G. Just a G. You're an OG. You are the OG. My parents are quirky, quirky folks. That explains a lot. <laughs> okay, okay, we're, we're, we're done here. We're going to go get some food in uh, into Christina. Thank you so much. I'm so excited about this film. Um, I don't know if people take my reviews seriously, but if you do... Please go and see this film, support it however you can, because um, I, I want to see more from these people, okay? I want to see more, and I want to see more Steve Lobo being funny, too. Yes. Yeah, and Sarah Canning being Sarah, Sarah Canning. Thank you for having us on and doing all these great uh, Thanks, podcasts, Sabrina. telling yeah. people to go see yeah, stuff. Go see oh, stuff. Go see it. Well, you know, i got to say, I have not gone to see a film in a theater since the before times but I'm gonna go see yours well that's an honor thank you but I still have to decide which theater to go to right alright yeah alright well don't let us know surprise us (laughs) 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 then you all go to the other one no I'll text Lobo see where he's going okay thank you all thank you thank you Christina thank you David thank you Ben and thank you to our listeners for joining us today. Um, you can find us at www.yvrscreenscene.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at YVR Screen Scene. The YVR Screen Scene podcast is hosted and executive produced by me, Sabrina Furminger. I'm the only one to blame. And it's edited by Simon Furminger. Special thanks to Mariana Furminger for recording our Patreon ad and to Tyson Braddock and Paul Furminger for technical support. Yes, we are a family business. And to Dane Develay for the original music. Wyvere Screen Scene is a division of Fish Flight Entertainment. Join us next time for another deep dive, a deep dive into Vancouver's dynamic film and television scene. And cut! Hiring professional performers makes all the difference to the success of any recorded media project. Did you know that the Union of BC Performers, ACTRA, provides agreements for all budgets and types of productions, including commercials, TV series and movies, feature films, from big budget to Canadian indies and student films, animation series, video games, web series, and even streaming video on demand, like Netflix? For instance, our highly successful UBCP ACTRA Ultra Low Budget Agreement encourages and facilitates artistic collaboration between professional performers and independent producers who wish to produce very low budget or even no budget productions. No matter what your budget, we've got you covered, and you too can benefit from UBCP ACTRA's award winning world class performers. So, if you need actors, voiceover artists, stunt coordinators, stunt performers, singers, dancers, puppeteers, stand-ins, background performers, ranging across any age or demographic, then just contact us at UBCP ACTRA. Make your project the very best that it can be. This message was read by a UBCP ACTRA member. Go to ubcp.com for more information.